All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. I've got two freaking absolute clowns who have been, well, you've been on The Real Word, and Jason has been on the Byron Lazine podcast. This is going on the Byron Lazine podcast, by the <laughs> now way. Now there was two different yeah. things. <laughs> I know is, you did. Is this the B squad nobody actually the listens squad? to this shit. Wait a minute. Is Byron Lazine podcast the uh, A squad? This is, so, is the, it called the Byron You Lazine? have now been on the JV podcast twice. Yeah, and, and he's been is, on one of each. This is the first time is that- Is it called the Byron Lazine experience? That is true. No, it's not called the experience because everyone's going with that. Okay. You know, so I just call it- Gary Vee Audio Byron Experience. Podcast. Yeah. Like, Joe Rogan Experience. Yep. That's obvious. So, so we've got the broke agent. He's got his name tag on. You can see this if you're watching In, it. Inside of his jacket. Inside of his jacket. Smooth. Looks Not really going good. shirt because I felt like a douche. No. So this is you look really good. I, I haven't seen you dress up ever. Best I've ever looked today. And we've got Jason Cassidy of uh, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> Compass. That's all you've got. Well, I didn't, wasn't going to say Compass because you gave him shit about Compass before. So. No, he didn't. Jason, Jason now, Cassidy of San Diego. Now you Compass. both got me to say what I, you wanted me to say, which is Compass about 27 different fucking times. In ways. Subliminal messaging. So yeah, that, that was my goal to get you to say compass. <laughs> yeah. You work for Compass. You need I to write this shit. I, I am. I'm I don't think people it. know this. Is this going to be like a political post for you that people find out you work for I don't Compass know and now they're compass not going to follow you? That, that is like a political <laughs> thing. It is. What are you talking about? You're going to lose all of reality. You got to talk to us now. Mike, though. We we can't do the live mic. Sorry about that. No. Yeah, just put it. Yeah, there you go. Just be intentional about talking. You're going to lose all of reality's followers now because you said you work for Compass. I don't even know what reality is. Reology. 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 Big news in reology today. You want to get into that? Or do you want to go back into like the Gary V stuff? We were talking about all the good shit before the podcast started. I'd like to focus on topics that I can comment on. Okay. Reology would not be one of them. Reology's not. Compass would not be one of them. Real estate would not be one of them. All right, well, real, I'm out, okay. guys. Hey, it's been fun. Right, peace, it's been dude. real. <laughs> nothing else to add, I don't think. These guys wanted to talk sports before. We ended up talking Gary Vee. We, we can go either direction. Yeah, Gary Vee, digital deep dive. Would you spend $10,000 or $12,000 yeah, to go to the four Ds? In the comments right now, if you're watching this on YouTube, would you spend the 10 to 12? <laughs> we don't exactly know how much it, it costs, but would you spend the money on the uh, Gary D? I would. Gary D. I would do it. Gary V. I would deep do it, dive. but I waste money, so much marketing money. So I'm, oh. I'm, it might be better spent if I did do the Gary V. D. 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 As the only one here with a media company, I think it'd probably be worth my while way more than yours. I produce content on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, pretty much everything. So I think it'd be very important for me, but he'd call me an idiot. Yeah. Why do you think he would call you an idiot? Yeah. Because um, I'm for not. Those, for, let's let's frame this thing up. Okay. For those of the people like the twelve people watching this that don't actually know who the fuck you are, twelve. You know the broke agent on Instagram I was or being sarcastic there, but Instagram is yes. basically. I mean, I follow you on Twitter. Oh, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I like your yeah. Twitter content. Thank you. It's the same as your. It's Instagram like a dumping content. ground. No. <laughs> no. 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 It's a testing not. ground. It's a battle testing ground. Twitter I use as a dumping ground for my Instagram content. Okay. Facebook is the same as my Instagram content. I was actually just <laughs> saying. You know what? I think you just brought up a good point. Okay. Second one of the night. I agree with you. Twitter is a great place to test something out. And then, you know, you see a lot of people screenshotting, taking that, that tweet and then putting it out onto Instagram, like yeah. and seeing how well it'll work on Twitter first and then bringing it over to, to IG. I yes. agree with you there. It's yeah. kind of like an Instagram story, right? And you get to test it out there. It's a little bit more raw. And then your feed is like the, yeah. the polished product. It's exactly what it is actually. Yeah. Jason, I was actually having this conversation with Jason Pantana, who you guys both know. Well, mm -hmm. I know you know. Mm -hmm. Tom Enough Perry with this Tom. Jason Pantana guy. <laughs> Tom Ferry coach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. TF coach. A lot of TF stuff, you know? <laughs> no, I like Jason. He's great. He is great. Yeah. Good coach. Yeah. 100%. So that's it. That's all you got on Twitter? 
What do you mean that's all I got? That's 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 your one Twitter ground? take. No, if I was actually trying to grow my Twitter, I would be responding to Inman and pretty much every real estate content that's out there. But I'm not doing that because I don't think Twitter is an important platform for me nearly as much as Instagram or Facebook. Hmm. So if it, if it was political or if it was something like a, a sports analyst or something like that, I think Twitter is kind of the go-to platform for that. But for real estate, I don't see it as much as Instagram or Facebook. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, don't ask me. Fucking, you're the media company. Yeah, you're the guy. Yeah, you're the guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, do you guys use Twitter yeah. that much as... Um, I do. Like, do you care as much about it as the engagement? No, no, right. not no, definitely not. not yeah, IG's certainly, or, or YouTube, those are the two that I care about the most. Right. Um, but if I want to get to somebody, mm-hmm. you know, there are certain people that aren't, really using Facebook, aren't really using Instagram, like that professional level. I actually think Twitter is a better place to engage with that higher ranking professional than LinkedIn. Because if you go into your LinkedIn uh, message, DM, whatever they call it, box, Mm -hmm. you are going to get nothing but fucking bullshit. It, the the Twitter high-ranking professional that's also on Twitter, though, that's a narrow Venn diagram right there, though. Some CEOs who are also active on Twitter. That are also active, That's yeah. probably a very tiny sliver in the middle. But, yeah, you're right. You If you hit them on Twitter, you got them. You know who I DM today on uh, Instagram? Just a little fun Jason fact. Jason Pantana? No, I didn't DM <laughs> Jason Pantana. Although, Jason, shout out to Jason Pantana. Look him yeah. up on IG. I Dude, love you should wear his shirt next podcast. You told me to wear the, the jacket today. I'm feeling a little weird. But, anyways. Oh, no. Um... I DM'd on IG your boy, you, both of your boys, boys. Robert Revkin, Rob Revkin. Yeah, oh, he's going to be DM. here on Thursday. Oh, he's going to be here. Yeah, he'll be here. Shit. He'll be here Thursday. Did he respond? No, he didn't even. I, you know, I checked it like four times. I, and, and you know them the other What did you say? Like, hey, I'm speaking. I said, hey, no, this is exactly <laughs> what I wrote. I, no, I didn't say him. Hey, First of all, I emailed <laughs> them. I emailed them. I'm not going to lie. I emailed them on Friday and said, hey, what's up? I saw you're speaking on Thursday. I'm also speaking on Thursday. Like, good luck. Hey, that's a great yeah. Dude, also, you guys are that's a great way to do it. That's a great way to do it. You guys are, are are so much more serious about the mics over there. Oh, <laughs> but he he did respond. And said awesome, cool. I'm I'm booked up, so I can't can't on link what? up. What did he respond to? You my on email. What? I, I, oh, I'm email. a Compass agent, yeah, so I can I can write him. He'll I don't have a, I don't have an at Compass.com. So oh. I DM'd him on Instagram because I saw he's he's active on Instagram, but he's not reading any of his DMs. I'm not sure if it's him though. I gotta feel it somewhere. Agreed. Right? Yeah. You I DM'd Robert. Yeah, I think it's someone else. You did too. Did you? Yeah. I think Six it's months ago, when Compass He's bought, never it. seen it. Uh, never seen. What it. was it? Pacific Union. You were Pacific Union. Well, yes, yeah. but when Compass bought Pacific Union, yeah, I yeah. DM'd him something like, "Hey, you know." I'm, I'm I DM'd you. him. This is exactly what I DM'd. Respect the hell out of what you're doing. Don't worry about what I was just saying. <laughs> no, because it was not interesting. Hey, that's cool, dude. It's literally Left on turn. topic to exactly what we're saying. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's not. I I no. I just said love to have you on the. Freaking podcast, man! I'd love, I'd love to interview him. You know, here's my ca- take on Compass. Two Compass uh, guys. So let's see if they agree or disagree. Well, one that reps Compass, right? I don't. One guy that's Compass. super passionate about Compass, Disrep- Jason. Yeah. What are you talking about? Disrep to Compass. No, I didn't. You did earlier. You said <laughs> I don't know if Compass wants me. Oh, that's what you said. That's what it was. Great. Great. Perfect. Great. You're a big Compass guy. I'll vouch. For I you. like Compass. I've you had like, a great time there. To your my goddamn broker. So these guys are both. Uh, in the brokerage of Compass, okay? So I'm going to ask you guys. My opinion, outside looking in, mm-hmm. Compass is Sotheby's 2.0. Sotheby's? Sotheby's 2.0. How so? How so? Uh, it's a traditional brokerage mm-hmm. operating on the high end. Mm-hmm. 
which was what Sotheby's was before they diluted the brand by going into all these low-end markets. Mm -hmm. And franchising out. Right. So Sotheby's (laughs) 2.0. That's the only comparison, though? They're just what about Douglas Elliman? I would say it's more like a Douglas Elliman 2.0. What about on the content and the tech? Yeah, there's more. To I it don't than think just... they're a tech company. That's exactly in my opinion. Compass, that's how they have a valuation. Compass provides. Give me one example of I'm, them being I'm, a dominant tech company. The they they provide social media content for their agents to post. Yeah, which is nice. The back end tech you can start to finish. You have a built in CRM. But wouldn't that make them a center. content company? They have actually right up their contactually they, for us uh, to use. I, <laughs> they don't want contactually to even. They bought what? they bought employees there. Yeah, to, oh. to build out the Compass CRM though, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. They've taken the engineers from Contactually to put into Compass to build out the CRM to have in essence what they want is a start to finish tech platform for their agents to use. It's more of a tech play with a real estate component. They're the they are the slickest goddamn brand uh-huh. ever in residential real estate. True. Like period end of the story. Yeah. Right? But they're fronting as a tech company and then building towards it potentially maybe if Possibly. I don't think so because you don't get a $4.4 billion valuation as a real estate company. They're trying to get a tech company valuation. Dude, I mean, Robert Refkin is a absolute gangster. He's selling it as a tech company. Mm -hmm. Like, he's raising the money or whoever. DM him one more time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, after my comments, I don't think he's even going to, like, hey, Robert, I'm speaking at the Inman conference also. Do you want me to email email him for you? Hey, I spoke yesterday. There was, was like, half the room was sleeping. And, you know, anyway. So, I still would love an example of them being a tech company. Didn't I just give an example? Yeah, about no, you, you just gave producing, three producing social media content. Buying so which is extremely... Um, no, that's not buying contactually. No, 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 no. You gave the example of... Buying contactually. Of social media content for their agents. Correct. That's which was the producing exa- content. Which is the example to get for a tech company. So you look at a tech company uh, as somebody that produces content? Yeah. I, I think that's something that most brokers more so curator is a tech company right they provide a website with a crm and then they produce content for you that's all they do there's no real estate yeah like component on the back end you want another one though so the real estate component to it i think what compass's ultimate end goal is is to build a front-facing consumer website and then get market share in all the top markets right they have 40 percent market share in san francisco agent share because of all the buying they're doing they have the coming soon initiative. So if they get all 40% of those agents to list their coming soons on compass.com first, then the consumers in San Francisco will start to search on compass.com first, knowing that 40% of the off-market share is there, thereby moving the consumers away from Zillow onto compass.com. Here's the smartest thing I've ever heard um, out of Rob Revkin's mouth, which was in San Diego when we did our last podcast. Mm -hmm. At T3? At T3. He said, if you're in a... What is so funny? What is so what? What's funny about that? What's we were on a nothing path. Nothing funny about that. We were on such a path right <laughs> no, there. What's T- absolutely I dropped funny about fire. What's T3? The, the third summit? The Swanapol. The Swanapol summit. Yeah. Uh, which you didn't get invited to. <laughs> Jason and I were invited. <laughs> I did two years ago. I had a problem with the Swanapol guys. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They had a problem with me. Yeah. What was the problem? Let's go into that story. No, no, yeah, no, no that's the better story. This is more important. So he said, if you're an agent, because they were talking about disruption, talking about all these things that, you know, all the, the buzz topics in real estate, you know, Zillow or now like today's news, Amazon yeah, and, yeah. and real and all this kind of stuff, right? Disruption on the real estate agent. He said, if you're in a marketplace that is operating average sale price under 500,000, mm-hmm. 
you need to leave that marketplace mm-hmm. as a real estate agent because those are the agents, the $250,000 average price point that are super vulnerable to real tech, not compass style tech, but real tech. I'm not shitting on compass, by the way. I know it's not, it comes off that way. I, I'm this just, guy. I just haven't seen it. Okay, mm-hmm. I just haven't seen the tech. Yeah, you been well, you're not a compass agent, no. right? You don't well, they're, they're, they're not in my that. market. We're in one of those two hundred fifty thousand dollars markets. But it, he's like, if you're in a two hundred fifty thousand dollars average price point market as a real estate agent, solo team, whatever, you need to leave because that is going to get wiped out by whether it's Amazon, Zillow, Redfin, one of those, whatever, discount, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going tech, to be. Tech, tech. Telling, some, some tech advantage. telling people to move out of their hometown or whatever they're doing like professionally is a, a pretty tough thing for people to realize, like what, no matter what industry there is. And I agree that like tech forward is definitely like replacing some jobs or something like that. But I, I don't think people moving out of, I mean, what, what places are you talking about? Well, mean, like, meaning he's, he's saying if you're mm-hmm. set on, my career is who's he? realist, Robert. Rob Revkin, oh, your, your Rob CEO. Revkin. Yeah. <laughs> If, if you're set on the the, uh, the industry, you're going to be a real estate sales professional over, right. the, over the next 20 years. You're not likely to make it unless you build fantastic Correct. local brand. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. You have to sell like 100 houses a year. Yeah. You, and you're not yeah. going to make it in, in the sense of whether it's an open door model or any of them come in and crush you. Mm-hmm. But... If you're operating in the high end, if you're operating in the luxury markets, the luxury price points, they are going to want a full service, which Mm -hmm. is why I believe Compass is is doing what Sotheby's failed to do in in why do you think Sotheby's failed to do that though? Just because they went into the low in San Diego, Sotheby's is the dominant, the number one. I get brand it; they're still dominant because we have a lot of, of high in North County, yep. shit, Del Mar, La Jolla, stuff like that. Sotheby's is by far and away the number one brand. I just think they've diluted the brand by going into low end markets. They should have just said, "No, no, no, we're not taking on any of these low end markets. We're not going to franchise out into these average price points. We are going to be the agency." the brokerage that only operates at milli and up 500 and up whatever that is and that right now as it stands today compass has positioned themselves old school sotheby's to to only operate in markets that are 500,000 and up yeah they won't go into certain markets you can't name a market that compass is in where the average sale price is like Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? Which going, is the average, and the whole plan price of Compass was to broker out their tech to the smaller markets that they were never going to go into. Remember when they did the whole powered by Compass thing? They started in Boston actually, and they did it to a suburb where an indie brokerage in Boise could license the Compass tech yep. and be Palisade Realty sponsored by Compass or powered by Compass. That was the whole plan initially. We're never going to go to that market, but you can use our tech. And I don't, I don't think Sotheby should have gone there. Now, whether Compass does long term, I think if they stay in this particular lane, there's nobody. Douglas Elliman, you Douglas brought them Elliman, up. Douglas yeah. Douglas Elliman. Mm-hmm. And then you have certainly, you know, New York City, it's its own beast in itself. And there's certain players there that are that are super luxury because you, you got to be luxury in, in New York City. That is 20 million. But they could be the national luxury brand. And that's what I see Compass as. Was this talking a, about the Yankees or something? Was this a question? Yeah, he, no, oh, okay. it wasn't a question. But that, I'm just that's <laughs> no, where, where I get the Sotheby's yeah. 2.0 got to it. wrap that whole thing up. Got it. You want you want to go to the Yankees? What Joe DiMaggio or uh, they're Yankee? winning two to one? I think last time I saw. How much did you bet the on the Yankees? I didn't bet anything. You didn't bet the Yankees. Bet against the Yankees? No, I put six bets out today. None on the Yankees. We're in Vegas and 
We are. We this are. guy's betting baseball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's nothing else to there's bet. There's nothing. It's fucking July the 23rd. What else hmm. am I supposed to bet? WNBA. Preseason soccer. Yeah. Well, yeah. you wouldn't know anything about sports. So you wouldn't know what's going on. <laughs> no, I can. Time. I mean, I can talk sports. I mean, I'm not going to the could, British he, Open. He like, said he could hit a 350-yard drive. So yeah, that's right. I yeah. did not say that. Yeah, that that's is, what he said. He tried to ask Sam. He said, Sam, you've seen Sam, me hit a drive. You did, were you recording before the podcast? I never said anything about a 350-yard drive. What, a top golf last night? He hit one 250. Oh, we should go to top golf tonight. Let's do it. Let's did do you guys, it. You guys went last night? No. No, I wasn't oh, here. I just got here this morning. That's right. You were here. Just got here this afternoon. Have you been to top golf in Vegas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to Sacramento. Like no, have you been to the Vegas one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got this you can strip in the background. Yeah, it's Vegas awesome. is the best one. Yep, yeah. for sure. There's no better one. No. <laughs> been to one in Top Golf. Been to one in Dallas. I mean, if I played you both in golf, I'd destroy both of you. No, let's go. It's What's your pretty handicap? Pretty obvious. What's your handicap? Um, it's your mic's over here. Though. <laughs> uh, my handicap's horrible now. I was a I was a good high school golfer. Yeah. 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 But if you saw me on the range, if you saw my swing, you would say I don't want to play golf with that guy. I'm actually interested in this. When you were in high school, did you pick golf or did your parents for you? <laughs> Ooh, good question. It's a great question. Mm-hmm. I hit puberty a little bit late. So I, I, I played baseball throughout yeah. my middle school life yeah. and then made the golf team and tennis team, country club sports, junior, club. Yeah, yeah, sophomore yeah. year. So my parents didn't pick it. I picked it. You picked it. But those are elongated sports. I can play those sports as long as I like. Because I, my daughter, Stella, you know, you know yes. Stella. Well, you don't I don't know, know her. But you don't remember her, but you know She's her. great. She exists. Yeah. She's, yeah. She is great. I'm like, I want her to try golf, but I'm not going to like force her to play golf. How old is she? Four? She's two and a half. Mm. That's <laughs> insane. <laughs> that Tiger Woods put a club in it too, right? I don't know. <laughs> hey, Stella. Yeah. Stella. She, hey, yeah, I, know, I got some Callaway X-18s for you. This is how this starts. I'm I'm not one of those fucking little league dads. There's absolutely none of that in me. Right. You're a LPGA. She knows I have the golf clubs. She's like, dad, dad, white ball. Bring it out to the back. She wants to like, you know. Knock it around a little bit. Knock it around. Right. But like, I think that's just such a great sport to learn at a young age because when as you get older, you're like, "Fuck, I want to be good at golf, mm-hmm. right?" I'm so I like want Robert her to Rafton try it. Like two weeks I am ago. sure you did. <laughs> after yeah. after he DM'd him, we went to Tory Pines. <laughs> I DM'd him. What is Rob? What is his history? I don't know. He's from he's from the Wall Street side. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He uh, just well connected. Just well connected. This is like a total compass podcast now. Because of it's YouTube really followers. not. So you brought it up. <laughs> you brought it up. Yeah, you attacked me about yeah. this. I just defended. How did I attack you about? You're, why are you sitting twenty feet from the microphone? Because I'm leaning back. This you is were just, great for the TV part. You just did a tour of this suite. You were standing in the mirror earlier, First talking about all, how your fucking abs were so flat. He really And was. now you can't even like. You don't even have enough ab strength just to lean up. Flat, by, the, by the way, Byron has flat, the hangover suite. He has yeah, the hangover suite in Vegas. He's got Crazy. blackout blinds that open up and. Dude, That's right. This is baller. Po- I need to go on that podcast life. We're looking at. I don't gets know three listeners, are. and he can get the baller suites. I know it's crazy. That's right. <laughs> well, that's because I actually sell real estate. Guys. Oh, you know that. That's wait, why right. I get the baller suite because I Touché. actually fucking sell real what estate. Do you mean? I thought you said you're in a two hundred. You know, I do K deals. Market. Oh, you do deals. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it's two. No, we, we, we our average price point is five hundred. But do you sell merchandise. Like sure. Yeah, I don't sell any merch. Cops. I have a t-shirt. <laughs> Somebody just gave me a t-shirt. Dustin Brown, massive agent podcast. Massive agent. He just left his t-shirt behind. No, no, he gave it to me. I'm gonna be wearing that tomorrow on the plane because I'm. Literally, oh, you're out of here? It was either I'm going to go to... Yeah, I'm out of here. You came to him for one day? Yeah. You have a one-day speaker pass. That's why. Well, I didn't pay for anything. Exactly. No. Well, I don't know if I should say that. Sorry, Inman. So you got your flight book? Comp? And you got all this content? I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> nice. 
I know. I wish I could stay. Yeah, you should stay. You could. We're going to have a great time. You I could. emailed Inman. I said, if I'm going to win the Inman Innovator Award for the podcast You needed to know Thursday, if you were going to win, you would say? I need to know if I'm going to win, and I need you guys to pay for everything from now until Thursday. Are and they, they, they told said, me to go fuck well, myself. you're not going to win. So Are they announcing no those at the Innovator Bash? No, no what? during the day. Like during the day and then the Innovator Bash is at you know when they're announcing? Because it's like right before my my panel or my uh, solo prison. Nobody's going to be there for that. I know. What exactly. are you talking about? I'll be there. Instagram. IG? Yeah, building your business on Instagram. Yeah, he's, got a, he's got a huge following. You actually... Thank no, you. No, I'm going to say this about Jason. He's actually... <laughs> he does. He's actually producing content that I believe, I'm not in San Diego, but that the San Diego consumer would would really appreciate. Thanks, I Byron. agree. That, that's why I said that exact same thing. I'm the yeah. agent. I was like, I was like, hey, if you have to follow one agent that's producing relevant content, you did actually say that. I saw yeah. this. I that saw isn't this. annoying. I got like 500 followers when he did that, by the way. So anybody listening, just give a shout out to Broke Agent. He'll give you a shout out on his Instagram. I lose followers, followers when he puts me on there because he says things like, "This guy doesn't know what he's talking about." Well, <laughs> you were producing micro content. <laughs> so, With two phones. I didn't really know. <laughs> no. that. Dude, you had two phones. <laughs> How do I have two phones? I don't understand. You, this. you said this you like mean? three you times. You literally have two phones. No, so I don't. I have one were, phone. When you were speaking, your pants were so tight <laughs> that, you had, that you had two huge phones. You're like, dude, you got to produce the micro one, content. One's a wallet and one's, one's a, wallet. a phone. It's got to be a wallet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll show you right now. Okay, this yeah. Is a, this is a wallet. They're just same same dimensions. It's the, huh? it's the um, it's like the iPhone. It's the magic wallet. wallet. iPhone. You know, w. you can yeah, you get some cards around. in there. Although this is the best card I got all day. Is that Robert Ruffin? I'm sitting. No, this is Ben. Rubenstein's oh, CEO of Op City. Yeah, yeah. CEO of Op City in Op the City. green room. Dude sold his company for two hundred ten mm, million dollars, and that's account. why you go to the green room. You get to have a conversation with a guy like this for. for you know, Robert Reffin's gonna be in the green room at eight forty-five on Thursday, oh, dude, and you know who else is gonna be, be in there? And I'm I leaving. gotta be there. The CEO of Realogy, Realogy is gonna be in there. Realogy, with Realogy. They're gonna be in there together. I wonder if there's gonna be a fucking. You know what I mean. I don't See think if there's so. gonna be throw blows, dude. Refkin's a—he's a G. He doesn't care about what anyone else is doing. Do you say he's a Jew or he's a he's G? He's a G. Because gangster, true. he is a Jew. G. You know what? G, when G, he was G. saying Rubenstein earlier too, he and he, he like enunciated it. Refkin is a Jew though, so I didn't know if you were saying that. A G gangster. I use gangster a lot. Sam, Sam, I'm Jewish, so it was a joke. No, it's true. I didn't say it was a bad thing. Yeah. He wants everyone to know about that too. By the way, yeah. No, I don't. That's why I mean, Refkin answers his DMs. That's why. That. Um, no. Yeah, he, a, <laughs> <laughs> Rob Refkin is not going to read my DMs, so maybe you guys can – I'll write him a letter. Maybe I'll you can bring up. it to him in the green room. Yeah, I will. I can email it to him. He'll answer it. Have you hung out with him at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the I mean, Rob hold on. Refkin Define podcast. hung out, though. I mean, I haven't kicked it and podcasted with him yeah, before, right. but I've had meet and greets with him. He yeah. came to your office? He came, he's been to our office, yeah. Mm-hmm. Times. He came to our office also. When they bought you. Are you bunkers. in the Beverly Hills office or Brentwood? I was in the Brentwood office. He came to Brentwood? Huh? He came to Brentwood? He came to the He came, all he the came everywhere. He didn't go to Beverly Hills? He appears to be a very good CEO. Got it. He goes, nice. he talks to all of his agents. He does. I wasn't there. He calls the print new principals when they sign up too. Still, mm-hmm. I think he still does that. So Never I, called I, me. You know, you, you're talking about Hollywood and all these fancy fucking places. Why don't we... We talked about Hollywood. People listening here probably are not living in Hollywood, probably not in, you know, well, whatever you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they're LA probably in the states that you told them to move out, yeah. out from, right? <laughs> yeah, that Rob Refkin yeah. said, get the fuck out of <laughs> right. Um If you guys would, maybe Jason, because I know you don't, you don't really care, 
Give me a whole little <laughs> breakdown that one to you. of what's <laughs> happening at the California market in oh, these Jesus. high luxury markets. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in this. Stuff yeah. is sitting for I sure. Liked, I like Stuff to know about shitting, this. Sitting, not shitting. Stuff is sitting for sure. So we have a couple of listings. We have a three and a six that are both sitting. And it's not to say that, I mean, the marketing is still normal and stuff like that. I think it's stalled out just a tad. Um, not to say that the market's going to crash, but it is at a peak. We're at a nine-year peak. So stuff is sitting in the luxury market. Anything over two, two and a half is like six months plus now which is rare for the last like 10 years. It's been and quicker. Nothing's sitting in the, in our market. You're in LA, right? Like, yeah, I feel like that's still nothing nice. is sitting. You don't feel any. Yeah. I can't speak for it, California. It, San Diego. Like, the broke agent jokes around a lot, but this dude is doing deals. He told me well, just within the last like 48 hours. <laughs> he does. He has three deals going right now. He just told me about it. That's right. Yeah. He, he's doing deals. He's, he's not only putting out some of the best content or the best content in the real estate market, mm-hmm. um, or industry, but, but he's also in the game, in the weeds, which I respect tremendously. So gotta get the content. So yep. what's going on in the LA market? Oh, that's a horrible question to ask me. I know. But people, but things, like even if it's you, if it, even if it's your things. small sample of what's yes, happening. Yes, my, my from my from small your sample. Three USC clients, Los Angeles, from from Venice to Santa Monica, stuff is not sitting. Um, stuff is getting sold immediately. Stuff is getting sold way over market. So that's what's been going on for the past like year, year mm. and a half. That's like two that's years, two years ago in San Diego. That was like that. Yeah. It's All right. So sold out. Let, let's go here. Cause you, you guys don't really want, want to talk the whole market thing. Who's the biggest douchebag in the LA market? Oh man. Probably my, my old bosses. Who, who was that? <laughs> were you at, uh, you were at a different brokerage. Here we go. Now it's getting good. I was at Hilton and Highland. No, they were all great. They were um, all good. Good. I mean, you got the million dollar listing, guys. You see the Tracy Tudor interview? Oh my God, that's no. terrible. I you didn't, didn't see that. Yeah, no, you did. she you did. That. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. She oh, did. did. She did Pat Hyben's podcast. Do you? You got? I'll show you after this. You know, you the, the can massive, we talk about the it? Massive Agents oh, you, podcast. You, pod Pat Hyben, like the big guy, like the real estate rock stars guy. No, but oh, can we talk what about I whatever you guys talking about? Like, fill me in now, so I don't have to actually. Oh, it was bad. It was so bad. Tracy Tudor is a million dollar listing star, correct? On yeah, she's on LA. She's like the, the first girl in LA. She replaced like the Brits, I think. Right? Well, I know yeah. I know of uh, Josh Flagg, Josh Altman. And she replaced the Brits. And I, think. The, I think she's the, the first guys. female or on maybe, the show. Yeah, okay, so this is new. I haven't couple seen seasons. this. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. girl is on the show. Mm-hmm. Bravo. She crushes probably yeah, yeah. 150 million a year. Great like you know agent. whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what she said. And her name yeah. is what? Uh, Tracy Tudor. She works Tracy Tudor. Douglas Elliman. Douglas Elliman. I don't know. I think she's Douglas Elliman. Yeah. And so what happened? So Pat was saying very nice, normal questions, being like, what's your average price point? On a podcast. Mm-hmm. On a podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I've she, done this podcast. she paused it and said, who the fuck is this mm-hmm. guy? She, she's like, excuse <laughs> me, what's my average price? Hold on a second. And she paused it, but she didn't pause the audio. She paused the video and she turned to her assistant. And she's oh, like, they were like on a Zoom or a something? Zoom yeah, or whatever. exactly. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Does he not know who I am? Like, <laughs> but he, he was asking very normal, very nice questions. Like he was not being rude at all. And he then, has his script and he's writing yeah, down yeah. He does the same ten questions. Question. Like, I've been on the show. He asked me the same five questions, and he's yeah. done it to Kyle Whistler, like the biggest people and the smallest right. people. The same question yeah. doesn't matter. He's had Ryan Serhan. He's had other million dollar yeah. listing people. Like, like tell us about your team. How do they produce? That's he it. was like being these, very, the nice. Volume, very nice. Size. Yeah. Very nice. And and she just she wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Do, you, do you know who the fuck I am? Do these guys know who I am, Sam? She did it. And so he, he best part is he comes back. He's like, uh, I can hear you. Like, but I he played it off very Yeah, well. very nice. He's like, how do you he's want me still... to proceed? And she's like, well, I just don't usually don't get asked these questions. He's like, well, what questions do you get asked? But is, like, she, is she like 
I mean, if she's doing 150 million, like, what is it? Like, you should be proud about that number. And, and what's the? Well, she kind of did that too. She was like, I don't know. I do like 150 million. You tell me how much that is, or something like I, that. I think and she was, was offended by the fact that he was even asking those questions, right. insinuating that he should have framed it up. No, I mean, no, he did nothing. And I think <laughs> she was insinuating that he didn't even know who she was, or something like yeah, that. Correct. Which is what she reiterated yep. behind the scenes. Yep. But regardless, he was asking very normal questions, even if he knew who she was. So it just it, it painted a bad light on her. You guys are both in, you know, L.A., San Diego, two of the biggest high-profile markets when you're talking residential real estate in the country. There's just no question about it. High price points, all this kind of stuff. Big real estate celebrities. How much does that influence somebody that's a new agent coming in? like to try to live up to the Bravo stars that are in your marketplace or the big mega agents? Like how much can that hold a new agent back from actually just focusing on what is actually important? A lot. I don't, I'm Elway and that's a lot. And when I came in too, I was looking at the big agents in my market, Seth O'Byrne, Kyle Whistle, like the big names in the market. And I wanted to be like them, but I didn't, they had been doing it for 15 years. Right. So I, I was trying to run before I could crawl. And I think that probably happens even more in LA where you get to start out with a $10 million deal or something. Cause you know, someone from high school and like you forget to get the basics or USC in. or some whatever garbage school like that. Yeah. Oh, I think school that was, did you go to Byron? I didn't go to school, <laughs> <laughs> but it can definitely like cut your knees out. If you're like, you're trying to like get way up there and you didn't learn the fundamentals for sure. Big time. Especially in that, yeah, where we have six, 10, 12, mark, $12 million deals. Because literally, there's only going to be three people in LA that get on Bravo, and Eric's not going to be one of them, by the way. Absolutely but. not. Hey, I had a read for a Zillow show once. A Zillow <laughs> show? Zillow show. It was With called, all the shit you talk about Zillow, you got to read for a Zillow show. I don't even, I didn't even know there was Zillow Zillow. shows. There was Zillow shows. There was some show called, like, not listings impossible, but something close to that. Where is this a real story? That's you making awesome this up? I'm not name. making this listings up. Impossible I don't make awesome up anything. Name. Go ahead. You make up shit. <laughs> and fake news. Yeah. And the show was me and my partner, my friend. We would spend the night in this house, like some crazy house in Los Angeles or something, and like joke around about it. That was it. And yeah. that was a Zillow. Thing? Yeah, it was a Zillow show. I had three interviews, and they said they canceled it. So. Were they gonna not because of me, but they just canceled it before the, their oh, thoughts. Were they yeah. on YouTube? It was gonna be on YouTube. Yeah. Is Zillow right now producing anything like that? No. no. But this was their first attempt, and I thought it was a good move. Yeah, yeah for that. sure, that would have been a great it. move. And I and I t the person that was interviewing me said like, yeah, we've seen your content that is derogatory towards Zillow, but they liked the fact that it was humorous. Self-deprecation so, works sometimes yeah. too. I think. And I, I never say that. anything that bad about Zillow. I just yeah. make the the classic like estimate. Well, Zillow like for that. a little bit. I don't know if Jason, you've had this experience where you've had Zillow reach out to you and give you content a day ahead of time of like an announcement or anything so like that. i was part of i'm not anymore so i can talk about it, but of their like uh adv agent advisory panel and stuff so yeah. I, they flew me up to seattle to and they talked about like beta testing new stuff and so yeah they did so they were there was a guy uh who was not there anymore jay yeah yeah jay was my guy. well jay was there and then there was also after him Okerson? uh gerwitz Thompson. Or, uh, <laughs> no, 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 just make up a name. <laughs> Jay Okerson is something. Like, oh, I don't know. That, yeah, no, no, no um, Gary Gurowitz or whatever. But, but essentially, <laughs> I, I, I have to look up his name. Gary Gurowitz or something. I, I am like 
halfway through a martini right now. I didn't chug mine, but I but I'm working. I know. Through I it. Didn't, my blood alcohol um, content's getting dangerously low right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, they were. They basically had a committee that was watching or consuming content. That was interesting. In the real estate industry. So they jump into like BA's posts and read the comments back. And yeah, and, and they were watching the real word, for example. Hey, see that you're talking about Zillow. Like, here's something you might not know. The real word. Right. Sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, this is. You know, they were tuning into my podcast. And I thought it was interesting things. that they were paying that close attention I to could see it. agents and what they were talking about and then being proactive in actually reaching out and saying, hey, here's something 12 hours before it gets released. That guy should come back into the fold, uh, whoever that was, because they need to do that again, I think. He's gone. Jay. No. Jay oh, Thompson was the man. Now about? Brett's there. Like, they have an industry outreach people. Now, so we don't, uh, but yeah, I think- know all these guys. Uh, oh, beca- they because like they, they, they actually like are reaching out to the uh, producers. <laughs> <laughs> Jay and Brett are great. I think Sorry, they Grant Grant uh, this guy here. I never knew Grant Gerwitz. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that name right? Probably. I yeah. see everybody's last name dramatically wrong. You Ger- know how bad I am at last names. Gerwitz. Gerwitz. <laughs> it's part of my a problem of not being able to read. Right. But yeah, he's now with uh, C. C. Uh, I can't read that. Seat. SeaTac Airport. That's what he does now. He's not with Solo anymore. Good talk. But anyways, he was the head of this little committee that was proactive in getting Zillow's message into the hands of anybody that was producing content. Mm, that's good. They should do a lot more of that. Can you imagine if they like once a month like got onto a BA post or something so it wasn't derogatory, but it was like self-deprecating, but then a positive spin on the. End? I met or if the they produce the content to your point, that's right. like consumable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I they met, just produce it. I mm-hmm. met Jay. Jay Thompson at yep. the Inman's conference great. or San Diego NAR conference or something like that two years ago. He was very nice mm-hmm. and he was very like responsive and understood exactly what the broke agent was doing. So he's an EXP so thought, agent down. Oh, it he was is. in Arizona. Then he moved to Seattle right to take now? a job. No, no, no. Well, yeah. So he was an EXP. He was the Phoenix real estate guy or something like that. He had a huge blog, yeah. got the job in Seattle, moved there for a couple of years. And then now he's back in Arizona. Do you know my first experience with Jay Thompson uh-uh. was when... <laughs> Why is that really funny? That is not funny. You tried to make out with him at Inman 2016? <laughs> no, that was not done. Inman 2016, you and I were hanging out. I was in sure. New York in New York. That, yeah. Yeah. So oh, I was there. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, we oh, weren't yeah. hanging out with you, though. I was hanging out with you. Oh, no, we were hanging out with him. No, I wasn't oh, yeah. cool enough yet. No? No, we were hanging out. Mm, sure. No, I did, the first time I met Jason was in, in right. his town. It was in San Diego. Uh, of San Diego. Anyways. This is a funny story for Jason, not for you. So you can just you can lean back, back now. <laughs> Here's some sour patch. <laughs> you want some sour patch? SP, SPKs. My first experience with, with Jay was when I, the first real word ever was when I went after. Oh, we've done, we talked about after, this. We talked about this in You San and I Diego. talked about it on our podcast. I, I debated, Go back to I debated the, that guy. Yes, exactly. The Greg Haig yeah. Stop Zillow Movement. Those are the first two episodes of The Real Word were all about how I thought this Stop Zillow Movement was fucking insane the guy was on crack and jay thompson reached out to me when myself and greg did our facebook live debate yours was badass did yeah, you ever yeah. see this debate he did with greg haig it was on like a tv show like a it was a championship belt it's called the real no estate debate. oh my god yeah. dude you've got really? to see this yeah, i lost on live tv and uh, he lost. no it's like a youtube show 
but it, That's awesome I lost by like, that. it was like 200 to 190 votes. I lost by 10 votes or something like and that. And you also lost because like, he I had feel a like, bunch of, I think he had a bunch of keyboard. Yeah, I didn't know about, that, yeah. not, you know, I didn't know about it. I feel like you would have had a lot of support, had the right players. Yeah, I didn't, I'm not going to lie. I didn't put like the word out necessarily that like, that I was doing this. I think I just had. Yours yeah. was like well produced in terms of, maybe well, where was it? Or maybe I just, following or maybe I just like took the L, huh? Where was it? San Diego. It was in San Diego. Yeah, so he yeah. came up to he San came Diego. He came up to San Diego, yeah. So I get into it with this guy over the internet, um, Greg Haig, Stop Zillow Movement. He ended up flying Nicole and I first class out mm-hmm. to – shout out to Greg Haig. Thanks for doing that, man. That was, that was actually pretty cool. All that, all that money he raised? Yeah, we went to – went, went to your first class tickets? Went to my first and class tickets. So that you're in all right those now. people that believe in Stop Zillow, <laughs> we got to roll first class. Nicole White spilled a bottle of wine on her lap on that flight, and I had to – like give her basketball shorts. Out I want to know why on. Nicole's not here. She should have been an, in, an yeah. innovator. She should. She well, she is. She was nominated for. An was innovator. she? Or was what she? the real word? Yeah. Oh, the, okay. she was nominated. Got it, got she just it. didn't want to come out here and hang out with this guy because last time she did that, she had a freaking hangover for like two days. So it happens. She, she didn't want to do that again. But Jay Thompson I reached out to her. That's the yeah. whole thing. to like prep her for the convo. Or he he reaches out to him. He's like, hey, like before your live call with yeah. uh, Greg, here's some information on Zillow, and yep. he was really. Uh, aggressive in, in supporting Zillow and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's great. He so. was the outreach guy. Yeah. 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 But no, that's a true story. Nicole White didn't want to come out because, because of you. Well, you know what? To each his own. <laughs> to her. Well, she's, she's I'm her. having a great she's time. Shit. Everyone else is having a great time. <laughs> Everyone sure around me is having a great time besides her. So besides, she's not Also, around. your review on my book was so piss poor. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, let's talk Let's go ahead. That. Talk into the mic and l- let's really cover this. You think you it was a bad book or something? <laughs> Um, I mean, I still haven't read it, but let, let's go ahead. Let's talk about the review. I mean, I did read it. I did read a lot of it. It's in our office too, by the way. Right. It's on my desk. I was like, if anybody's going to give this book a good review, it's going to be Byron and Nicole. I thought I really did do it. Uh, Rewatch that video. You're FaceTiming Nicole. Yeah. I'm going to see if we can get her right now. <laughs> she wanted me to FaceTime her during the talk today. Cause she, you know, she was supposed to be part of that talk. Right. And, um, She's not going to pick up. It's actually 10 p.m. on the East Coast. Is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Unavailable. She said, yeah. She's got kids. She just read button. Husband's probably like, you're not FaceTiming right now. Yeah. Why is Byron Shout, shout out to Brian White. <laughs> uh, she has a husband. Oh, yeah. She has three kids. Yeah, oh, that's kids. right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I guess that's that. Well, yeah. I just I, I thought the review was a little bit sour. I thought we were friends. And I thought that you might put it in a positive light and you were looking at it like it was some like like <laughs> cancerous thing or something like that i've never seen it. you were like oh yeah well maybe this could be like a coloring book or something like that and uh hey what's your favorite part nicole and she's like well i don't know would you i think you should write a, a real book <laughs> i wrote a 200 page comic book with eric lee a great illustrator yeah. i've sold thousands and thousands and thousands of copies. I had to buy a copy of the damn thing. I sent it to you. No, yeah. Yeah, you did send it to me. Yeah. Why I did I have to buy one, though? Didn't I buy one? What is he talking? He, ju- he no, just admitted to sending it. I know you sent... sent Maybe you bought one for Nicole? Oh, we have two copies. You sent us two. Did I end up buying it, though? No, I sent you two copies. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to buy some? Doesn't matter he, to me. Hey, if anybody on YouTube specifically... 
first person to comment, uh, I, I want the book, I'll buy them the book. Oh, wow. Thank you, man. Dude, you know, I'll get so $4 deep profit. I'm going to do that. Someone has listened to this <laughs> whole point. thing. They're getting a free book. How about this? If, if somebody comments, I'm taking that back. Whoever the, actually, no, the first commenter, you get one book. And then whoever has the first person that comments and legitimately has a real estate team of X amount of agents, however many agents you have, I'll buy for all your agents. Hopefully, oh, you like that. I am one thousand percent tagging Kyle Whistle. Yeah, go I ahead and say go tag to Kyle. One hour and twelve minutes. Kyle has what a hundred agents now. He's like forty years. Forty, forty. Yeah, I can do. That. I can do forty books. Here's the thing with the book. I thought to myself, what could my audience possibly want to buy? Right. Funny, real estate humor, <laughs> in cartoon form. I thought it was perfect. I thought it was you know good for dead open houses. I thought it was good to give to other agents. And it, it, it did decent. So did it? Yeah. Now, so you, you, did you not think it was funny? No, I thought it was funny. It was. It was. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you have to like laugh out loud, but like, no, did yeah. you look at someone and be like, "Oh, that's relatable. That's what I'm going yes. for." Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very Definitely relatable like, oh, as an agent right. for sure. Okay. You, you, you did hit what, the. What was your favorite scene? Um, I'd have to. Oh, you'd have to look at it one more time, possibly. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I did comment on my favorite scene. If you go back, you know what Jason into did? the archives what of the real world. You know what Jason did? What did he do? When I said I was coming out with the book, mm. Jason gave me a great call. He mm. said, hey, I would love to help you promote your book. Mm -hmm. I want to do some sort of Instagram live, or do you want to do some sort of chat or something like that? We did. Yep. Jason gave away a bunch of copies. 11. 11 copies. 11 yeah. copies. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 11 copies. <laughs> he sold 14. <laughs> 11 were from me. And Jason did a great job, and people actually hit me up from his promotion and said, oh, hey, I got my book from Jason. They oh, wrote yeah. a nice Amazon review, everything like that. I'm watching the real world, and you are shitting on my book. I think you world. should do an audible book, an audio book. It's a cartoon. Yeah, how do you audio yeah. audible that? I think you should. Okay, the cartoon was book one. Now we're moving on to book two. Okay, I agree. Color possibly for this one. Any of you guys listen to the David Goggins podcast or not podcast? The book. Uh, no, I know what you're talking about. The, the guy in the Marine or the Navy. Yeah, he's like yeah. a I Navy know who he is. SEAL. Yeah. It's in my office, but I don't anyways, know. the guy that read the actual book for him on on Audible, between the chapters, David Goggins and this guy went into like podcast form, mm -hmm. right? I think you should do a whole book where each chapter is like basically a podcast with agents. Or a flash briefing. Or a flash briefing. <laughs> <laughs> David Goggins works a lot harder briefing than I do. Right now. <laughs> Side note, flash briefing is the move right now that Amazon has like completely went into the game as of this morning. You want an agent calling into your house at 3 o'clock talking about the weather and talking about what restaurant you should go to? No. Okay. But if you're But if you're – passionate about being the celebrity of your local community in real estate, residential sales, mm -hmm. and you're not going to be the first mover on Amazon. Now that Amazon is like, yeah, we're here. We're legitimately, it's not a theory or, a, or, you know, it could be anymore. We're in real estate you need to be moving on the flash briefing. We 5am call by the way, flash briefing may have it. The hell is the 5 a.m. call? I've never known There's what it is. There's one on the West Coast. I do the West Coast. Sharon has like, one on the I West Coast. On what one. is yeah. it? Is it actually people like It is a, a live call? call at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. that some coach does? No, we just have a moderator. Like, I'm, I'm a moderator. There's a few of us that are moderators at 5 a.m. I'm, no, I'm not doing it because I'm here on the West Coast for tomorrow morning. But Thursday morning, I'm moderating the 5 a.m. call 
when I'm back on the East Coast. What and you talk about? You know, I on that message, I'll probably talk about my biggest takeaway from here mm-hmm. and how it could have. Yeah, like listen, <laughs> this, this podcast, <laughs> not particularly hey, this podcast. I don't know. I have no hey guys, have you heard of Jason Pantana? <laughs> <laughs> He's Tom Ferry's coolest coach, man. Jason Pantana's the man. <laughs> I have absolutely no takeaway. The only takeaway from this on podcast is that I need another drink immediately. Yeah, That's my biggest takeaway on this way podcast. Got it. No, no, Got but. It. But it's either, you know, a lot of it does tend to be uh, motivational, but it we do Tactical Tuesdays, which is very, you know, like... <laughs> it's a new we, t-shirt I'm going to sell, Tactical yeah, Tuesdays. Yeah. I like so, do you listen to Sharon's since you can hear it at 8? Um, I do not. Sharon's I've listened to, but I don't listen to it. Sharon's this morning was really good. He talked about looking at your business as if you did in the first six months of your business. How overly like did you look at your business in the first six months because it's all you had mm-hmm. and then now you may have forgotten about some of that stuff go back to those first six months and look at your business like that time that was really good it's a good little talk go back like to the numbers based or like how intently you looked into your business at that point like if you treat your business like you did in the first six months not treat it but look at it the way you did back then i think you'd be like an eye opener because now i think like i give take some stuff for granted right stuff like that. sure yeah. absolutely and if people had a really good year it's like summer. People just start really like mailing it in. Yeah, I hear that a lot. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? No, I'm just Best year of my life. No, I know. You said you're on fire. On fire. Kobe. You joke around about real estate a lot. So What? Yeah. That's what Jason just did. <laughs> Why don't, you see how pro he was? Like, he well, just oh, went. 5 a.m. call? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jokes? Okay. I want you to get serious real quick. Jason Brandon. <laughs> on... Because you joke around about real estate so much, but you legitimately do sales. Like, what part of the selling of real estate do you appreciate and actually enjoy doing the most? I want you to give me a serious answer, though. Probably the response I've gotten from my good friends that have actually bought places from me and said that I've done a good job. That's, like, the best feeling. Because the people the, that you know? Yeah, the people that I know that have actually bought, like, condos or houses from me that say, hey, you actually did a good job. Thank you so much that feels really good because they have an image of me in college. Oh, I would love to see that <laughs> image. It's cooler than your image. Yeah. And then an image of me now college image. and everything's good. So I, I, I think that's the most satisfying thing is that it's actually strengthened some friendships. Actually the majority of my friendships that people have actually, you know, bought or sold from bought, um, has strengthened my friendships as opposed to hurt them, which is great. Because they legitimately understand that you put in some ridiculous amount of work. And well, I, I, yeah. I mean, if my friends are buying from me, I, I care, obviously. And I put forth my best effort. And then I think they see, like, a different professional side to me as opposed to just the side that's joking about real estate or joking about whatever. So it's been rewarding that those friendships have actually blossomed <laughs> and grown because of this, which is great. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, haven't you seen that? Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah, if your friends work with you, yep. Although you have friends. If you have friends, yeah, you have friends. Right, of course. No, no. The problem is, uh, I don't have friends that went to USC. None of my friends can oh, afford. Sucks. They can't mm. afford real estate. Okay, uh, right. got yeah. it. Got it. I have friends from high school. Uh, shout out, shout out to my boy Sheehan. Still living in their, their parents' basement. So I mean, it, they don't have the money to to buy real estate. Right. Yeah, and Sheen's definitely not making it this far into this <laughs> podcast, so I can like. I was just gonna say, I, I, I hope Sheen does not watch this. this. Is, yeah, um, no, but that's that's just just the way it is. I I mean, I didn't grow up with uh, 
friends that are buying ridiculous amounts of real estate. Right. You know, well, so you did or you didn't? I did not grow up. Oh, that did way. not. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, let me ask you guys both another serious question. And uh, well, let me ask you this actually: Are you going to keep selling, or is it just more a test pit for the BA? If the BA out monetizes the selling and I could stop, then I 100% will. But selling right now is feeding the content and has also been a great learning experience for me. And it's, it, it's, it's way more involved than the broke agent is right now. So I think right now I'm selling, but if you asked me this like three weeks ago, I wouldn't say that. So it, it changes very consistently, but you um, shouldn't stop though. It's so much content. I agree. Yeah, so much but content. yeah, but I, do, in, doing it for the plus, like I'm still getting funny shit happen all the time. Right. Like I know. Yeah. I mean, the the ultimate goal is like some show or something I could write out of this. You know, like I ultimately do not want to be selling real estate, but for right now, it is. It's my job and my profession, so I will continue to do and it. That and that might actually, I don't that, hate it. That pure really honesty don't. might help you get even more clients. Like, I, you know, I have an agent on my team, Lee, you know, Lee, and he was literally, <laughs> shout, out, shout, out shout out to Lee. <laughs> Lee begged me uh, to come on the team for like two years. And I know Lee cause I used to hang out with his older brother in high school. And I'm like, oh, I know Lee, he's just, you know, he is what he is. Um, anyways, <laughs> he is what he is. I don't, I don't know. If you don't know Lee, that makes absolutely no sense. He does he know, he does uh, he know Jason Pantana? No, Lee doesn't know. <laughs> Lee is, Lee's from my hometown. He does not know Rob Revkin at all. Uh-huh. He is, he's from my own hometown, a small town. And uh, anyways, Lee understands intuitively that listings are where you want to be in this industry. Mm-hmm. You want to have control of the inventory. I think buyer agents are completely vulnerable in, in the way that things are shaping up in this country. And going into the next five or 10 years. Anyways, he's at an open house this, and he, he just wants listings, but he's at an open house and this guy says, Hey, you know, if you were to represent me, like kind of like almost interviewing him and Lee goes, well, hold on. You know, I don't really work with buyers. I only want listings. And the guy was like, what'd you just say? Goes, I don't really like to work with buyers. I just want listings. And the guy goes, you're my agent. That's awesome. He goes, you're my agent. Lee goes, no, no, no. I don't want buyers. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're my agent now to buy a house because you're that honest, mm. right? You're that right. authentic. You're, you're not going to not be you because you're trying to play this real estate agent card. And he ended up putting the guy under contract within two weeks. Boom. It was, it's like, I think that's, think that's a great story. think that's going to work for Eric because no, I just think being always, about his ambitions. I think always being yourself, <laughs> being authentic is for absolutely sure. the way to get more clients. Like his friends at USC obviously gave him the opportunity well right th- th- yeah they, but they if he feed- didn't do a good job they'd be fucking pissed right, so right but the, they feed off the fact that i don't push it to them so they know i'm a real estate agent just like through the broke agent basically and then i'm not you know getting coffee with them or like pushing anything on them i let them take their time and i think that's been rewarding and they're buying like what's the average price point of your, your those clients from usc for like a condo in Brentwood or something like that. I yeah. mean, one, 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 two, right. Santa Monica more. This is a legitimate, yeah. ridiculous purchase, right? Mm-hmm. So if you didn't do a good job, you wouldn't get more of those. Right. Yeah. What about you, dude? What, what do you want to wrap this up with? No, that was a solid, solid answer right there. I think helping friends, 
stuff like that where yeah you they have one image of you and then you just go crush it for them you find them something off market negotiate did you go to college you got any friends no i mean i went to sac state but i didn't i'm not i didn't graduate no i mean i have friends so we moved to san diego in 2010 or i moved to san diego in 2010 met my girlfriend at the time now she's my wife and then she has she met a network of 17 girls who all have friends and then they all you know they're all buying houses and stuff so i kind of lucked into that portion Mm -hmm. of the business in the sense of like repeat friends but at the same time like i'm not here to like necessarily make money off all my friends but if they need help buying a house i don't they don't pay me then you know what i mean so it's on the resale that i'm worried because it's like do i charge full six percent like how do i do that those are my friends right now what do i do but i think helping you know hitting a home run for a friend is awesome doing something cool like that um that's that's rad or to me like also putting together a marketing campaign and then having people click and want to work with you off off that that's that's pretty cool too my girlfriend's also been the list the best lead generator that I've had. She seems pretty cool. Yeah, she's cool. She's better looking. You've been you. with her a long time, right? I'm pretty good. She's like in your... <laughs> Today, at least. You embarrass the hell out of her a lot on Snapchat and Instagram or wherever. Are you on Snapchat? Uh, no, I was. Yeah, yeah he it was. was two years ago. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Snapchat's for losers. I don't <laughs> embarrass <laughs> her. I don't embarrass her at all. <laughs> no. No, she loves me. I love her. Yeah. Are you guys getting married? Uh, I mean, we're, we just moved in together. We have yeah. a dog. So I, think, I think we're along married. that path. Yeah. Pretty much married. Yeah. Southern California married. Yeah, once she converts to Judaism. Oh. Which might be a problem for Byron. <laughs> yeah. But I think everything I think would, would be okay. Ref, ref can, can do the ceremony. <laughs> yeah. What's that guy's name? Bragstein or something? Yeah, no. He owns uh, Realogy. Realogy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's wrap this thing up. What do you, what do you guys want to end with? Anything? You're talking about the British Open. No, we're not talking about the British fucking <laughs> Open. <laughs> Some lame Irishman one. What do you want to wrap up with? Nothing. I'm getting ready to speak on Thursday, man. Come out and see me. If, if you're watching this and you're not yet to Thursday, it's awesome. You will not see this before Thursday. Oh, um, no, you will not see this before Thursday, but... When are you putting this out? Next week. We'll put this one out next week. Oh, this is a good yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is fire. This one is fire. CFOs for the broke agent. You want to buy me? Do it. Oh, yeah, dude. He's sale. been telling me he's been looking for a good assistant slash CFO on Anything. this trip. You told me that a long time ago. <laughs> no, <laughs> still looking. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking, man. I've, I've monetized. I want to further monetize with someone with a little bit more business acumen than I have. I'm a creative. You are. Anybody out you're there? You're, like, you're like Nicole White. You got a lot of. Yeah, except I write books, best-selling ones. Yeah, she doesn't write books. Yeah, she reads them. Best-selling. She draws in them. <laughs> What's, the next, <laughs> What's the next books coming out? Um, I don't know. We might do a colored, uh, <laughs> colored, <I don't> <laughs> Proceed with colored version for Christmas. Proceed with caution. Uh, we want to do another one. I don't know if you've seen the weekly comments, comics on yes. Instagram. Yes. Mm-hmm. They've stopped over the last four weeks because my illustrator was out of town. He's back posting another one tomorrow. So we want to continue the series. Eric Lee. Continue the characters. Great guy. Eric Lee. Great illustrator. Follow him. Good. That's it. That's all we want to end with. That's it. May the force be with you. May the odds be ever in your favor. Nice. Boom. So. Oh, I guess that's it. Those two things. Let's wrap this thing up. I, Do you have I any cliches abs- you want to say at the end? No, I absolutely need another drink. That's okay. what, that, if that's <laughs> a cliche, that's, <laughs> wrap it up that's box. what I'm going with. Yeah. How about, hey, Jason Pantana, DM me. <laughs> Jason Pantana, like big shout out to Jason. Let's wrap this thing up. Thank you guys for uh, watching, listening, whatever the fuck you're doing. Peace. Hey guys, thanks for watching the video all the way to the end. I really appreciate all your engagement, all your comments, and if you like this content, if you want to see more, please, I've got two videos linked up here, or hit the subscribe button so that you never miss a video again.